Welcome to the Men Leading Men podcast. Today I wanted to do a bonus episode here outside of my normal cadence that I've tried to start with and do it on an, a topic that's quite polarizing at the moment. It's quite obvious. It's crazy out there right now. And it's, it's not just crazy. It's simply the most challenging time ever. These last few weeks, as I was getting things in order to launch the show, all I could think was, what a time to start a podcast. What, what a time to start a podcast about leadership. What a time to start a podcast about men being leaders. I actually thought, I, I must be crazy. Then, things got even more crazy when the news broke of the most horrible thing imaginable. A man lost his life. Now, my topic today is centered around the craziness in the world, but more specifically, the calls about racism, the chants, the riots, the reaction to the instances that have happened. That's what I want to talk about today. But before I go any further, I'd just like to start with a few things. Number one, you may not agree with everything I have to say, and that's okay. I won't be offended because our uniqueness is important. Number two, I do not, nor will I ever condone or agree with hate. Whatever form that takes, and we're seeing it right before our eyes in many facets, but I will never condone or agree with hate. Number three, I'm not asking for anything from anyone except simply listen until the very end. I know some out there are asking to contribute money to certain causes or speak loudly so that everybody hears you or join a movement or whatever. I just figured that if I'm purposing to help make a difference, and I'm starting with this podcast, then to not address in a timely fashion this instance wouldn't be true to my goal, which is what the show is all about, helping men be better leaders, those aspiring to leadership become more self-aware, all of us to be equipped with actionable tools to craft and improve our leadership and its impact. That's the purpose. And finally, please don't listen with a defensive attitude or with an attempt to pick a fight and start an argument. If that's you, I'd rather you just press stop right now because that mindset always finds something to disagree about and I'm not looking for a fight. If I don't hit every single hot button that's bugging you today, then send me a polite message Maybe I can address it in some other way. So, as you can gather, this episode is not about one isolated action or one semblance of one piece of a topic. It's about the entirety of the most recent situation involving, quite simply, a man being murdered. There was more than one action involved. The actions that led to a man being arrested, the action of a man being murdered, 
the action of men being arrested, the action of burning businesses, the action of protesting, and unfortunately the actions of divisive behaviors between family members, Americans, and just human beings. So, I want to make a few points today. The first one is, if you're out there, you're looking for a response that covers everything you care about, everything that everybody cares about, and a response that checks off every box that satisfies every side of the discussion, there simply isn't one. We've seen it. We've seen responses. We've seen how people are upset that some are posting their opinions. We are upset that people are changing social media profiles. We are upset that people are kneeling. We're upset that people are apologizing. We're upset that police departments are being defunded. We're upset that some haven't even made one public comment at all. We're upset that people are looking around and they're saying the exact opposite of how we feel. Whether you do, whether you don't, you're going to make somebody upset. So there is no one action that will satisfy every single person. And depending on your beliefs, what you hold to, your moral compass, you probably prescribe to a particular set of ideas that are flowing freely in your news feeds. Every day, every platform, every turn of the dial, everything you listen, read, Every conversation you have, it's probably all centered around one type of ideology. And you know what? That's okay. It's okay. Depending on your level of desire to start keyboard wars with people you know or total strangers, you may have pressed like on something. You may be posting nonstop. You may have been so active that... It's nauseating. You may have been non-existent on social media and in conversations about this topic. And guess what? It's okay. We're not perfect people. Sometimes we act too quickly. Sometimes we act too slow. Now this, for me, is the first time I'm saying something publicly. I've had conversations with others in my home, different ones, so, am I right in doing something publicly for the first time days after this has happened, weeks after this incident has transpired? Am I wrong? I don't know. But here's what I do know. I do know, I believe what a man named James wrote. Let me read you what I've been praying for the last few weeks that I personally would live by. He wrote these words. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. If I was younger, I probably would have rushed to make my opinion known, rushed to make my voice heard. But that's not the case now. I'm a tad bit older, and the recent events are not the first ones I've seen. But when I did see these events, the scripture was the first thing that came to my mind. 
So I just decided that's what I would do. Not only be slow to speak and slow to wrath, but quick to hear. And that's what I've done. A lot of listening during this time. I've listened to the hurt coming through the posts of some people. I've seen how people are trying to be more aware of their actions. I've seen actions taken against the guilty. I've seen actions taken against the innocent. We've all seen what the wrath of man has produced. There is definitely no righteousness in murder and destruction. So if you're witnessing all these things and you have an opinion, you have a thought, the only thing I would recommend is follow the wisdom of James. We should all do more listening than we do speaking. The second thing I like to mention is where are your motives today? What are they in your actions and your words? We should all take a step back and check our motives. See, there was another man who spoke words of wisdom that should be directing our motives. Listen to what this man named Jesus said. He said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Our motives should be to show love to one another. As much as what he did say here, what he didn't say should be heard as well. See, what he didn't say was pick and choose who you love. That's okay. You don't have to love everyone. You get to pick, you get to choose those people that have similar beliefs and thoughts and actions and behaviors. Those are the people that you most agree with. Those people who have the same personality as you. Those people who perhaps are the same Enneagram number as you. I don't know. But he didn't say that. He didn't say put conditions on your love. Well, I love me. I love you if you do this. I love you if you love me. I love you if you act this way. I love you if you meet this criteria. He didn't say that. He didn't say love in the way that you believe. He said love the way I have loved you. You can't take your own interpretation of love and mix it up with whatever you believe. He said love like I love. And what he also didn't say was love last. His words are telling us to love first. Meaning don't wait and see if somebody else loves you and then you decide to love. He said love first. Love before anything else. If you're a parent, you know that type of love. You know it's easy to love that child in the womb before you've ever seen it, before you've ever heard its cry or whimper before it's ever told you it's loved you. That's what loving first is like. And we need to do that with our fellow human beings, with our fellow neighbors, with those down the street, those that we may have a grudge with. So I ask you today, check your motives. And when you do, are those words and those actions, like building each other up, or are they tearing them down? Whether you post or whether you don't, whether you talk about it or whether you don't, 
whether it's this topic or another topic in the next few weeks, because something else is going to be around the corner. Just wait. Regardless, are you showing love? Or is your motive to convince everybody to think exactly like you, to love exactly like you? Or are you pointing them back to this example of love? Recently, I did a, a study on the life of Cain in the Bible. And one of the saddest parts of the whole story of Cain in Genesis chapter 4, where you'll read about him killing his brother Abel, is that Cain was the oldest brother. So as I read this and I was studying, I thought, what are older brothers supposed to do? They're supposed to be an example. They're supposed to be a mentor. They're supposed to be a friend. They're supposed to be the one who will fight with you and argue with you if you're cheating in a game at home and, and whose territory around the house belongs to who, and you'll just go at it. But then when you get around somebody else who's picking on you, making fun of you, trying to hurt you, that same older brother will fight to the death to defend you. The older brother is supposed to be the one who leads, supposed to be the one who shows that true love. Sadly, we have too many examples of Cain's in this world who are not trying to uphold that older brother mentality of leading and loving. We need more examples of an older brother, an older generation who does exactly that, mentors, leads, and loves. Now, I can't speak for every one of you. I don't know how angry, I don't know how defensive, I don't know how hurt you've been. I don't know your story. But we should all strive to be better big brothers to this younger generation that needs our leadership and they need our love. And the third thing I want to talk about is that silence on social media doesn't mean someone is complicit. Touched on it a little here, but something that's been equally as disturbing as people being destructive is the mindset that because every single person that I know didn't immediately rush to post that we agree that this man shouldn't have lost his life. And we agree with the narrative of whatever words you want to throw out there, white supremacy, racism, bigotry, hatred, whatever it is because we didn't immediately come out and stand against everything that everyone else stood for, then we must be complicit. Well, have you ever thought that some people process things differently? Just because somebody didn't respond on your timing doesn't mean they agree with what happened. Doesn't mean that they see everything your way, true, but it doesn't mean that they agree that this should have happened doesn't mean that they disagree with you. You know, believe it or not, some of us, we don't like to talk about certain topics on social media. I know that's hard for a lot of you to believe who your life is an open book on social media, and I'm not condemning that. It's your social media. It's, it's your feed. That's fine. But some people don't like to talk about certain topics in that way. They don't like to put it out there publicly for whatever reason. Maybe it's because some topics are so polarizing that they're completely avoided. 
because they want to remain friends. They want to remain part of the family. They want to be able to sit with you at Thanksgiving this year and share a meal together. They just choose to discuss these ideas in a different manner. Doesn't mean that they don't have an opinion. Doesn't mean they don't want to share their opinion. But some people don't like to put all that on social media. You have to be okay with that. Each one of us have to be okay with whatever choice we make. Whether our lives are an open book or we share very minimal on these platforms. We have to allow other people to maintain their social media feeds the way they see it. We just have to. If you've ever gotten into a discussion with someone, regardless of the, the venue, isn't it much easier to simply sit across the table from somebody to have a discussion? Hopefully in these times you found yourself in a calm manner, sitting across from someone where you can read their facial expressions, where you can read their body language, hear the tone in their voice, where you can just look what's going on and understand there's empathy involved, that there's different perspectives that we both bring and finding common ground and showing love is what this is all about. If you're one of the ones who stayed silent through this whole ordeal for whatever reason, it's okay. If you've expressed your hurt and done it frequently, that's okay too. But we have to be okay with either side. So those are my thoughts today, but I want to leave you with this. I want to stay true to the nature of the podcast, Men Leading Men. So men, hear me when I say this. Regardless if you're silent on social media or if you're vocal on social media, when it comes to our homes, we cannot be silent in our homes. If you haven't had the right words to say to talk about this or other hot button, hot issues, whatever you want to call it, with your spouse, your children, then if it'll help, use this podcast. Use the simple points that I've talked about. You don't have to go into a deep discussion. You don't have to talk about it nonstop. But if you don't have the right words to say, start start here. Make, make them listen to these points or summarize and use the main thoughts simply to prompt discussion. That's okay. My youngest child, who's almost eight, has been overhearing these conversations about this, this topic over the last few weeks, and her summation of this is, is exactly what we wanted to hear from our children. Now, she's eight years old, and there's not much in the world she's experienced compared to a lot of us who have seen a lot of things in life. But from her worldview, she's appalled at what's going on in all facets. And she simply cannot understand how we can't see that we're all just human beings. And I appreciate the way that so simply she's put it. Because it's our jobs to lead in the home. It's our jobs to make sure our children love like Jesus. It's our responsibility to make sure we build one another up. It's on us to make sure the future generations know that we're not all the same and differences don't mean that it's bad. We're all human beings. We're all made in the image of God. But there are certain differences. Some of us are short. Some of us are tall. 
Some of us get angry easily. Some of us have a lot of patience. Some of us are extroverts. Some of us are introverts. On and on and on. There's differences about each one of us. That's okay. Doesn't mean it's bad. But no matter how uncomfortable it may be in your home, you have to stand up and you have to lead. You may not have come from that type of home and that type of environment where that was expressed and where that was shown and led by example. And it may be a challenge for you to open up and start certain conversations, but do it anyway. You may not know the right decision to make in every single situation, every single instance. That's okay. None of us do. But we have to make a decision anyway. You may be hesitant to open up because you don't know how it's going to be received. You still need to speak up anyway in your home. Be silent on social media. That's fine. But don't be silent at home. Your family cannot afford that. The future cannot afford that. And men, your leadership cannot afford that. Well, that's all that I had for this episode. As I talked about earlier, you may not agree with everything, but if you've stayed this long into the episode, I appreciate you listening to the very end because this is what I truly wanted to get across. We cannot be silent in our homes. So thank you for listening to the podcast today. I know it's what I call a bonus episode, a little bit different than normal. But thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll join for the next episode.